From WXVU and the Caritas Commitment, this is Think Negative. I'm Jack. And I'm Chrissy. And Jack, it's been a few weeks since we have shared some thoughts. And a long our- few weeks. A long, I know. I was thinking, I can't believe it's not Friday yet. So hopefully we'll be closer to Friday when this airs. Yes. Uh, but last week was a really long week. But, you know, we must address what our community has been going through. Mm-hmm. And it was hard last week. You're right, Jack. We were talking about having time to record something for the podcast. Um, but we were, we like to remain optimistic, but I think last week we were thinking negative too much. Yes. We, yeah. <laughs> we weren't in the place where we were ready to um, kind of get out of the fog of a really sharp increase in our COVID positive cases on campus and literally a storm, a snowstorm, and then a storm of COVID cases brought us to a place where I I finally feel more optimistic, ready to think negative uh, today as we talk to some of our colleagues and friends um, from our health promotions office. So yes. So Jack, you set it up for us. What what are we doing here with our campaign? So um, one of the things that's, you know, the last couple of weeks has made more clear than ever is while this is a community-based issue, right? The Cartas commitment, think negative. The the whole situation, the whole pandemic is a community-based problem because it affects the world around us and those around us. It is up to every individual to actually keep this stuff under control, keep the pandemic under control and keep those around us safe. And to that end, uh, frankly, before uh, today, I had no idea who was behind it, but I've, uh, I'm sure everybody on Instagram has seen these fantastic campaigns, the hashtag I wear my mask for and the spread facts, not fear campaigns, which are respectively, I wear my mask for is highlighting why we all have to do our part and why we all are wearing our masks and keeping safe and highlighting individual stories. And then spread facts, not fear is combating misinformation, which is obviously a big problem in, in the pandemic and on campus because there's both, you know, virus misinformation and then there's campus misinformation. And so, uh, it's something that it's really cool that the, uh, student life office is tackling. So we are lucky enough to have uh, the Assistant Director of Health Promotions, Christy McCarthy here to talk with us along with two wonderful student interns, Jay and Anna. And so Christy, I'm gonna hand it over to you to begin the education for us of the two campaigns. Jack did a great job summarizing what the purpose of them would be, but maybe we could start uh, with one of them and explaining a little bit more about them and what the role of the Office of Health Promotions has in um, spreading facts, not fear, and getting people to understand why they wear their mask. Yeah, so thank you both for having us here today. We're really excited to, you know, educate everyone on our campaigns. And I uh, would be remiss if I didn't thank the College of Nursing because without them, this these campaigns wouldn't even be happening. So we applied for a small grant 
um, and put together a grant proposal with both of these campaigns and our interns and our internship team came up with two wonderful ideas that we're gonna be talking about today. Um, so the whole idea for our campaigns, you know, we want to not only speak to students on our campus, but the Villanova family. So our alum, our people in the community, our neighbors, our faculty, our staff, um, and really, like you said, personalize the impact that COVID has had on all of us um, and really remind people to not only think about themselves, but how their actions affect others as well. Um, so with the two different parts of the campaign, um, I'll talk about spread facts, not fear first. Um, that one is very information-based. We're getting all of these emails. We're getting you know new updates from the CDC all the time. A lot of information is getting thrown at our students and our community. So we wanted to come up with something that addresses just the facts. Um, a lot of people talk about like myths and facts. And when we hear myths, some people tend to really only pay attention to what they wanna hear. So by talking about just the facts, um, it allows us to clear up a lot of misinformation and also tease out the things that either faculty, staff or students or our community is confused about. So we've been working really closely with not only um, the Student Health Center, but also different um, people on campus, such as the Community First Committee um, and students as well, because we want to know how they're interpreting um, certain information and what we can clear up and what we can really clarify for them. Um, so that is the spread facts, not fear. And then the other part of the campaign, we wanted to find a way to really highlight what's going on on our campus and in our community. Um, we really, really liked some of the um, other social media accounts on campus, like the Humans of Villanova. Um, and we liked how it touched personal experiences and personal stories. So we wanted to give people an outlet to share their experiences while also promoting healthy behaviors related to preventing COVID-19. Um, so I'll save the other details for our interns to talk a little bit more about, but that that's kind of the gist of everything. So I, I really like the uh, spread facts, not fear, because, you know, as somebody who's involved with the Community First Initiative and having meetings with students all the time, you know, every week we meet with a group of students, you know, sometimes the first 10 minutes are just debunking some of the things that people are hearing. And so, you know, I think that when COVID's over, we can continue that campaign, like just spreading facts, not fear in life in general. Um, but, you know, I tell us a little bit more, maybe, I don't know who Anna or Jay, like what, you know, you have been doing with those campaigns and that one in particular. Um, I think like the best thing about the campaign is that we're reaching out to everyone at Villanova so they get the chance to see themselves. I feel like you know, we really do enjoy the spread facts, not fear, because it does help clear up misinformation. But wearing like the I wear my mask campaign really helps people personalize it. Like if you see your friend, if you see your teacher there, then you realize like you're not the only one who's affected. It's people who you know and who you see every single day. Yes, I completely agree. I think um, the way that our community is impacted and the stories that each of us carry in how COVID has affected us 
you know, when we were all sent home and how it continues to affect us, we don't always see, understand, or realize the depths of that. And so I think highlighting that and, you know, bringing forth not only how it's affecting students, but like Christy said, our Villanova family, our faculty members um, has just been very impactful. So I would ask um, on the on the spread facts, not fear side, what would you guys say has been the most commonly requested fact or the, or the most widespread misinformation that you've had to correct? Anna worked with um, Grace, who is our other intern, who really is spearheading the spread facts, not fear campaign. Um, so I'll kind of let, I'll let Anna kind of take this question, but um, I would be remiss if we didn't mention Grace and Stacy Andy's our director, um, because they've really spearheaded that portion of the campaign. Um, but I know Anna was working um, to collect those facts as well. So I'll let her talk to that. Yes, Grace um, has just been such a good partner and friend to work on this with. Um, I think for me personally, the fact that I was most surprised about was um, contact tracing does not result in disciplinary action. I, you know, no students were extremely afraid of, you know, and they obviously like it's it's a tough decision, like reporting your friends and you don't want to get anyone in trouble. And so to hear that fact um, and kind of squash that rumor seems such an important thing to me because I knew a lot of students were confused about it. Um, and you know, prioritizing your health and safety, you know, should be the main focus. So I know that Grace and Stacy also ended up sending out a form, so a survey um, at the end of last semester, just asking students kind of what their experience was, what their impression of some certain campus rules and things like that. So that actually helped inform a lot of the facts that we put out. Um, and I think was a really great tool for our office to use to understand the climate of um, understanding on campus. So I cannot say with absolute certainty what fact was most, um, you know, confusing, but I know for me that the discipline one was something that stood out. Yeah, I mean, that's such an important thing to know, because if you're somebody who's not feeling well, and you're worrying about getting in trouble and worrying about going to the health center and that, you know, there you'd be disciplined and not just taken care of. I mean, it seems like the, the only thing worse than a sick student is a sick student that we don't know about. Right. And that doesn't want to come forward and is just hiding in the room or uh, maybe goes home and doesn't tell anybody. Um, I mean, it's much better if we can hear about those cases and get everybody taken care of and then make sure everyone they were in contact with is taken care of. On the, I wear a mask side, what would you guys say has been your personal favorite uh, story that you've shared? I know they're trying to get Father Peter to share his, so that will end up, I'm sure, being the favorite, but there's there's <laughs> others so far. 
Um, I know Anna is probably not going to mention herself, but she was one of our first uh, students mentioned, and I thought her her story was really beautiful um, and why she wears her mask, and, and she can share that if she would like, but I kind of want to leave a little teaser and get people to go check out our Instagram for it, uh, but before I let Jay and Anna answer, I did want to talk a little bit about our method for posting, so to give voices and to elevate different voices, we change it up every week. So we try and focus on um, a student and then the next week we'll choose either a faculty or staff person. So Father Rob was another exciting one. Um, I know his story um, and his impact on campus can be really, really impactful. So those were my two favorite, but I'll pass it to Anna next. Well, but kind of on that same line though, Christy, mm-hmm. how do people submit their yeah. So very, very easy. Um, Students can go to, we actually made a bit.ly link. So if you go to bit.ly slash I wear my mask for, there's a simple Google form that you can fill out. It asks you your personal contact information and then the three questions we always ask. Um, So how has COVID-19 impacted you personally? Is there a story behind your mask? Like, did you get it from somewhere special? Did someone make it? Did you buy it? Do you have a favorite one? Uh, And then who are you wearing your mask for? Um, And then once they submit the form, it will remind them to send us the two pictures that we always feature. So we ask for a picture of you in your mask. Um, And then the second picture can either be a picture of you without your mask or uh, you with the person or people or whoever you wear your mask for. And, you know, I think what's impactful to me right now is, is our community needed to hear this right when we started this semester, there was a level of complacency. Like we all knew about the, the mask is nothing new, right? It's, but there was a level of, um, uh, there's no other word, complacency starting January 25th. I may even go back to January 22nd as that when the complacency started. And, you know, it wasn't, I'm, I'm not finger pointing to just the students either. I think that um, even as a staff person here, there was, well, we've completed it last semester. We know what to do and we're starting back up. Everyone was tested before they arrived and now they're here and everybody will do what they're supposed to do. Well, that, that just didn't happen. And the simplicity of it, of just wearing the mask. And I love, you know, obviously the personalization makes it more impactful, but just the recognition of that simple piece of behavior that needs to occur to stop and slow the spread is, is really so important. And so, you know, I personally, I, I appreciate this campaign right now you know, the facts are really important too, but this campaign to remind people of the mask wearing and how important it is. The, the, a group of students said to us the other day, like you need a strategic plan to develop for the students. And I was like, we already have one, you know, this is the, the strategic plan started, you know, way back and it was wear your mask, social distance, no big gathering, you know, like all of that hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. But we need to be more more aware and make it more personal, I think. So um, so back to those personal stories. So Anna, I don't know if you want to kind of share yours. 
my, you know, my personal story, I'm very involved with level on campus. And so my mother is actually, she's been paralyzed from the waist down since I was five years old. So she as, and I know I'm not alone. I know a lot of students on campus have family members or maybe them themselves are struggling with chronic illnesses. And so for me, I just, it's a constant reminder that I'm not just wearing my mask to stay on campus. And I'm not just wearing it, you know, to protect my friends, but I'm also wearing it to protect my family and to protect the other community members who have are in similar situations and are going through things that, you know, we have no idea about. So, um, yeah, I think that, and what Chrissy said, I think the way we showcase the campaign that there's a photo with your mask on and then a photo without your mask on or with, you know, with someone who you're wearing your mask for is just a really another impactful way to show what we're doing because a lot of the photos without the masks are from you know pre-covid times and you know that's what we're all trying to get back to it kind of shows what we're trying to strive for and how you know the simple act like you said the very simple kind of plan that's really straightforward and how that can get us you know to where we ultimately want to be so i i've loved reading everyone else's stories and you know obviously each person has been impacted in their own specific way and I truly don't think I've seen you know one story where I'm like oh well <laughs> you know she hasn't been impacted as much as the rest of us <laughs> you know like we all we all are going through this together and that sense of community is something that's just so important right now. So Jay, if we want to find these, I mean, frankly, every time I see them, they're shared by SGA or Community First. If we want to follow the account where they are, um, how do we find that? You can follow on Instagram at Villanova Health. It's just the health promotion office's Instagram. Um, and besides that, we also give like other tips about how to keep healthy during these times in terms of nutrition and mental health. And I think it's just like a nice place for overall wellness. Yeah, and we also have a Facebook. Awesome. Um, at Villanova Health, oh, sorry, at Office of Health Promotion, yeah. Cool. I know that you mentioned there, Jay, the other uh, opportunities to educate that the office has and supporting our students, not just through these two campaigns. And so I'm going to share a fact. And that fact is that, you know, the Office of Health Promotions is a support and a resource for all students all year, not just regarding, you know, COVID related issues, but everything else. So I, I encourage our students listening to, to look them up if they haven't already and know that those resources are there. And then um, I think, you know, as we wrap up here a little bit, you know, I think one more fact that hopefully isn't spreading any fear is that like, we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay on campus. And, uh, you know, I had, we had a student meeting the other day and one of the students said, I just want somebody every morning to tell me we're going to be okay. And I really appreciated her honesty in that because we know what that feeling is like and, and we are going to be okay, but we do need to spread the facts and know that when the contact tracers contact you, what you have to do, or when you're in quarantine, what that means, or, you know, all of it, 
uh, and including you know, our, how our behaviors need to be modified to make sure we don't spread the virus anymore and that the mask wearing is number one. So I, I really do truly appreciate your time and your energy that you've spent on these campaigns. And I'm hoping that we can spread the word and, and have more people involved in it too. So. Yeah. Thank, uh, thank all of you so, so much. I mean, I think we've seen in these last couple of weeks that to use a, a Philly phrase, a phrase I'd never would have heard before I came to school here, we have to trust the process, right? And the process, all the specifics of that process are in these uh, facts, not fear, and I wear my masks for, right? Like all of the essentials are gonna be right there. And uh, thank you guys for spreading the word. Thank you both for having us and allowing us to uh you know, be on the podcast and have this opportunity. I really, really um, value this and I'm excited to see how this campaign's going to grow. Um, and I'm really proud of our interns because they put a lot of time and hard work into this. So thank you both. And um, Jack, I was a little nervous coming on today because of everything we've been through the last week just kind of how we address it. So I just want to thank you, Jack, for being a great co-host on this and always knowing the good things to say to our community when it comes to uh, how as students, faculty and staff, we can uh, keep community first and think negative. Of course, I mean, I think if we'd recorded this time last week, I would have been a, a little, I would have been thinking a little bit more negative, that's for sure. But uh, I think that about does it for us this week here on Think Negative. So just remember to keep your V's up, your masks on, and hopefully we'll see you next week.